Hey, it's Mike. August 11th through the 13th, I will be at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. That's only two months away. The 11th, I'm doing a live episode of Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Then the 12th and 13th, I'm recording my second album, which is not going to be called Gringo Poppy. Tickets are on sale right now at www.thelincolnlodge.com. I hope to see you there. This is Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hog with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. The, we're, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Street. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Logan Soul. Slight change of format today, everybody. I had to cancel Monday's panel because I had jury duty. I've had it all week. That's all I can say about it. It's still ongoing. I'm not even sure what next week is going to look like yet. Or... The rest of the month. But I called up my two best pals, Mike Burns and Mike Holmes, to do a last second show on Sunday, the day before I usually record. Burns was like, You don't have to do a show, but I've never skipped a week. A pandemic couldn't stop me, and jury duty hasn't yet. You should know both of these guys, but if you don't, Burns is the host of Power Moves with Mike Burns and the creator of At Dad Boner on Twitter. Mike Holmes is a comedian, and just recently he and his wife, Stacy, had their pop-up burger stand named as one of the 24 best burgers in Los Angeles. We're going to talk about that, plus have a regular show, kind of. So without further ado, here are Mike and Mike. If you don't already, please click follow and smash those stars and give me a five-star review. Yeah, getting the band back together. Oh, really? I wanted to say, I wanted to have Mike Holmes on two weeks ago, right before Memorial Day, Thrillist listed the 24 best burger joints in Los Angeles, which is like saying the best Philly cheesesteak places in Philly or the best pizza in New York or even like the best tacos in Los Angeles and dot bot burger, which Mike Holmes does with his wife, Stacy got listed on that thing. So Burns, first of all, reaction to you. What did you fucking think of that? Thousand percent warranted. I lived in Los Angeles for 12 years or more. I don't know the math. And I ate a bazillion cheeseburgers. <laughs> and that cheeseburger is outstanding. It's insane. It's insane the amount of garbage cheeseburgers I ate <laughs> in that town. And then to have and my ex-wife, Melissa Boyle. Oh, jeez. She, she brought them over. You brought them over to our crib. And... She, she agreed. This is the, one of the best cheeseburgers I've ever had. On your podcast, you said that it was the coolest thing that any of our friends had ever done. Yes. I, I named it as my top two favorite things that anyone that we know has ever done. One <laughs> is Vince Averill's Cross Control uh, hardcore band. And the other one is uh, your listing on Thrillist. <laughs> you got because- crazy. How do we know all these people that do all this shit and they star in movies and they write movies and they write on TV shows? You're the only one that did this. (laughs) How did you feel when it came? How did you feel when it came out? uh, It's crazy. It's surreal. Like some of the people that are on that list, some of the places that are on that list are like 
you know, institutions. Yeah. That have been there for 70 years. Beat it, old man. Here comes the new kid. This is Stacy (laughs) and I out of our kitchen and in the back of, you know, it's crazy. I don't know how many other pop-ups were on that thing. Not many. I didn't read all of them yet. I I need to go through and reread them all, but not many. And like all of the staples are on there, like all of the ones that you would think, and I could be like, oh, they better have uh, Mm -hmm. Burgers Never Say Die on there, and they do. Right. Father's Office, Apple Pan. Right. Crazy. Has that opened up any doors for you yet for anything? Are people like reaching out or anything? um... No, not yet. Not really. I mean, we've got a lot more Instagram followers, but I mean, not a lot more either. Like, you know, 150 more, 175 more, something like that. But that's been good. And, you know, Tom's let us do other pop-ups there. Yeah, Tom, the owner of the Fable. um, You know, no one else has, like, just reached out to us yet. So describe, for people who have not had it, which is going to be most everybody, Mm -hmm. uh Will you describe what the burger is first? Like what goes into it? Sure. It's kind of, I mean, it's basically like a, like an LA style diner burger cooked on a flat top. It's similar to a smash burger. Um, but most smash burgers, they smash them on the plant, on the plancha. Yeah. Like right there when they're cooking them. Um, I do mine ahead of time with a tortilla press. I think that's one difference, but yeah, it's two patties. Is there a reason you do that? Um, just to be yeah, difficult. I feel, like you, when you sm- I feel like you when you smash it on the on the griddle, you kind of lose some of the fat. Oh, and it's just one step. I don't know. And I like that way I can season it before I put it on. Okay, uh, you know I get that one side well seasoned before I put that side down. Yeah, then I season the second top, and I don't know. It's just how I decided to do it. I, when I initially did it, I was doing it with cutting boards, like smashing it between two cutting boards. Oh, and then I switched. Switch to a tortilla press. Is it true that I had the first one ever? Yeah, you did for sure. <laughs> Take that. Everybody. Yeah, I was trying to think about that today. I think it was like it was right about the time when Stacy and I moved into this place. So like seven years ago, six seven years ago. Holmes lived with me and Burns moved out seven years ago when we all still lived together. <laughs> yeah, three mics. Three mics. Impossible. It's interesting that it is very in between. I think it's three things combined. It's a smash burger and a LA diner burger and a, uh, like a, like a, like a yucca burger, mm-hmm. which are all very totally. different. And it's all of them. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was trying to do. Cause I was, I was went on like a big cheeseburger kick for lunch. Yes. Um, you were like doing I, research. Yeah. Where I, so I was going to either in and out in Glendale. Yeah. Which is like a 15, 20 minute drive with good traffic. We lived in not a, to, we lived not in a good in and out district. Yeah. Right now Echo I'm in the Park, valley. They're everywhere. Echo Park, Echo Park itself is kind of a burger dead zone. Yeah. Really? I mean Except Burgers Never Say Die when that came in. Yeah. Kind of that's in Silver Lake. Almost, that's almost in Silver Lake, yeah. pretty much. That's basically that, in is, Silver Lake. that is Silver Lake. Yeah. yeah. If you forget so, the there's nothing around. really in Echo Park. So I was either driving to In and Out in Glendale or I was going to Yukuts in Los Feliz and so I kind of one day decided at home like all right let's take what I like from those two burgers and try and make it at home and that's oh. what it so like the the fresh cracked pepper that I put a lot of on that's me trying to simulate the seasoning from the yucas flat top yes. it's so it's so well seasoned from all the carne yeah and then just the construction of it is just the construction of what I would order when I go to in and out Burger. I get a, two patties, one slice of cheese. and What type of cheese? American cheese? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Belvita, usually. So for people that don't know what he's talking about with the yucas or yuccas, a Mexican joints in L.A., for whatever reason, always have the best cheeseburgers. Like I've... Well, Burns is the one that tipped us off on that. Yes. The guys that... The guys at Umami Burger told him about it. it well, there was two, and there was one across the street mm-hmm. from, from the place Umami that Burger, I sold yeah. when I ran yeah. the motorcycle clothing store. The Fonzie scheme. Yeah, the Fonzie scheme. <laughs> and across the street was this incredible place that got burritos and shit. And one day I wanted a cheeseburger real bad and got one, and it was so good. And then I talked to the, uh, what is it, Umami Burger guys. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. 
that was the i'm sorry but this is better than your burgers and they're like yeah it's because the the griddle is seasoned <laughs> mm-hmm so you so you try to so replicate good. that and then build it with in and out burger. Right. And then and then I added really fine minced white onions um on the top bun because that's my favorite part about a McDonald's. The McDouble? Yes. Okay. The cheese regular so cheeseburger. Okay. It does have the really finely minced white onions, which is the nod mm-hmm. to McDonald's. So it's it's that little bit of McDonald's and then it's a whole lot of in and out and then it's some yucas. And yet I made it at home and I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> and I I either texted you or I called you. Yeah. And I was like, I've made I just made the best cheeseburger. <laughs> I, 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 I want to say I remember. I wish I should try to find like, that. And that you were test. like, I'm coming over tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And you came over the next day, and I because I had like a pound of ground beef that I bought, so I still had all the ingredients, and I made you one, and you were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and then we made it at Carport Comedy not too long after that. That's kind of how it all started. I've been so that's like 2015. You, did you always make the burgers at the at the Carport show? I can't. Daisy remember. and I were talking about that. Like the first Carport show, I made ribs at. <laughs> Wild. Wild. I got six racks of ribs and I smoked six racks of ribs. <laughs> oh, right. That smoker. Yes. Uh-huh. On my little bullet smoker. It was so overloaded. <laughs> and we did that for one. We did pulled pork for one. Wow. And then we did sloppy Joe's for one. And then on the fourth show, I, have I no made no memory burgers. of this. Yeah. We, we went back and thought about this today. So on the fourth show, I did cheeseburgers. And then everyone liked those the most. So then we just kept doing that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I've been screaming about these burgers since then. And I feel... We might have done tacos once or twice, too. Really? Yeah. The carne asada tacos. I might have done those once or twice. Now, are you going to... I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. I have a question. I um, I only prefer... Like, I like a shredded lettuce on mm-hmm. a burger. But mm-hmm. you don't use that. And I like no. it on yours. And yeah. I, I I'm I can go both ways on it. Um I, I think one time we did we did do a shredded lettuce at one of the carports. As I call it shred lead, it's okay if you don't. And shred I don't know lettuce. about I don't I don't know if it was the way we packaged it or what, but like it got it got kind of like soggy and wet. Yeah. No. I always prefer it, but mm-hmm. there's something about that nice big leafy thing. The mm-hmm. aesthetics of it mm-hmm. really make it too. Like yeah, you no, just don't Stacey, get that. Yeah, we do that ahead of time. Stacy, like, <laughs> picks all the lettuce ahead of time and gets it all ready to go. So yeah, for sure. When did she start making the buns? That's more work than than chopping it. Is to pick the those leaves out and get them mm-hmm. all just nice. Yeah. Right, for sure. Yeah, you have to like delicately pull the the head apart. Uh, the buns probably like I think about a year. Like right, Stace. When did you start making buns? Oh, she's right there. She's around here. She's she's down in the billiards room. Um, <laughs> she's, in the, she's, in the, she's retired to the billiards room. Smoking lounge. Room. Um, she's when did a... you start making buns? Like two years ago? I think it was like the last couple carport shows. So Yeah. So a, yeah. a year ago. Like the, the carport shows that we started doing during the pandemic when we brought it back. That's because she had started making sourdough. And I think right, and it gave her the confidence to try and make buns. So, like I've been saying, Here's the, Stacey. hi Stacy, hi, hi Stacy. Well, the whole band is back together. Do you guys want to? <laughs> do you guys want to get thirty Coors Lights and see what happens? Mer- Mercedes just dropped off some Jack Daniel's mystery juice. <laughs> nice. I'm going to get everybody some Parliament Lights, and I'll see you short. Stace, I got I shots would- of vodka. I would love a cigarette. It would be so good. <laughs> and then have you guys thought about sides yet? I know you were making fries like a year ago when you were doing like the pop-up out of your kitchen. Are you doing any any other thing, uh, any other developments happening? Just the burgers. Just the burger. We got a veggie burger that we're working on right now that is pretty good, actually. Um, is that from scratch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She makes this stuff called umami paste. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I tried making um, their like gar- like with garbanzo beans and quinoa and oh, the celebrity, celebrity of legumes, celebrity beans. <laughs> yes. Shout out Lizzie Cooper. And then, yeah, an umami paste that has like aminos and mushroom powder and just like all sorts of like flavor hits. 
to try and make a veggie. Yeah, no, I, I saw that and I was like, there's no way you're going to use pre-made patties. Like, are you going to oh, make yeah. fucking veggie burgers? Like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're trying. She made them. We brought some to the Chicago Underground show. Josh Cheney had one, said it was one of the best he's had. Really? Yeah, he, wow. He hoovered it. He hoovered it. <laughs> <laughs> <I> hoovered it. <laughs> you don't need we, any burgers. We thought about it. <laughs> Tater tots. Yeah, we're yes. tater tots. Yeah, because then nice. we got dot tots. That's easy. Dot tots. Dot bot tots. Mm-hmm. What else so rhymes with that? It's just like a you know, there is like a little mini fryer there that we can use. So we just got to go for it. Anything else that uh, you want to add to it, or do you want to move on to the show? You can add whatever you would like, Michael. No, let's move on. That's cool. I think we got it all. Okay, and very exciting. It's I I'm very excited yeah. about that, and uh, everybody seems. Uh, very yeah, we're gonna start. That. We're gonna start doing more pop-ups. We were looking into getting a booth. That have you heard of Smorgasburg? Yeah, I've been there with Rob. Okay, we were looking at. We've been looking at that just like an hour ago. It's looks interesting. Yeah, it's, you got to pay like two hundred fifty bucks to get a booth. It's like so, NACA. Yeah, so like our first twenty hot dogs would twenty hot dogs, twenty cheeseburgers would be just paying for the booth. Oh, that's but th- but it's more people walking around just for yeah the... yeah we'd have to you know in theory we would sell a couple hundred probably so it'd be worth it be a lot of work yeah I, I think you got I think I, this is the heat man mm-hmm. you gotta go you gotta summertime go now, summertime cheese go now burgers. all in right fucking now yeah this is the this, <laughs> this is the hot he's gonna get yeah. Mm-hmm. Take it, no, I agree. Take advantage. Strike while the iron's hot. You're not gonna. You don't want to be like, man. Why didn't we do X Y Z right after that? Are mm-hmm. so. Yeah. No, we're only on this list. You know, a new list will be out again soon. So. Right. Sure. Um, story one. I everybody's talking up this Top Gun movie. Give me all your thoughts on blogs. Uh, Tom Cruise. Are you are you in favor of? This people are saying it's either like a recruitment video for the military, but everybody says it's fucking awesome. Are you going to see this thing? Do you like Tom Cruise? I have not seen it. I would see it. Do you think it's weird that he um, is <laughs> like in this cult that he's in or anything? Or uh... I I have not seen it, and um, Tom Cruise. I love Mission Impossible. I really rega- do. Regard regardless of what you think about his personal weirdo robot jesus beliefs and all that shit look at his acting resume yeah look at the whole thing yeah it's it's unstoppable yeah no one no one comes close to movies that i love per capita than tom cruise not even like not even no one is even in the fucking ballpark well so yeah there's ballpark if you want Days of Thunder, Top Gun, fucking all the Mission Impossibles. It, it just goes on and on and on. There's no fucking way there is any other actor. I would say had... maybe Will Smith. but Will Smith. Yeah. But Will Smith came in the 90s. So, no, true. So Cruz no. has like a decade on him. True. Pitt? Now nah, Pitt's still 90s also. Late no. 90s. No. Mm-hmm. The movies that I love, the movies that I watch over and over and over again. I've seen Top Gun like ten times. It, cocktail, it's, cocktail, Days of Thunder. That one with Jamie Fox. That's incredible. No, no way. That Jamie Fo- Collateral is that? It's called Collateral or something. Collateral, mm-hmm. Collateral. Magnolia. He's amazing as fucking Magnolia. Yes. He's yeah. even great in Tropic Thunder in a fat PT suit. Anderson movie. <laughs> and he's he's in and whatever he did. To worship this robot Jesus, <laughs> yeah, good for him, man. So you're. I wish I would have known that secret when I lived there. <laughs> yeah, I think the secret is you give them all of your money, and uh, yeah, and you look I, like Tom Cruise, and you look like <laughs> I didn't Tom have Cruise. Any money then. <laughs> if you can slide across the floor in your underwear and people aren't like ew, then you're doing better than can do. I can do. The people who own the rights who Elvis is like likeness have said no more Elvis themed weddings in Las Vegas. That's lame. It is fucking lame. I mean, an Elvis themed wedding is lame, but so is (laughs) it's both. 
coming and going. They made like some exception and like the Vegas statute of like laws are like, okay, you can like, you can pretend to be anybody on stage. It's Vegas. We're not getting rid of that. But this company owns like the rights to Elvis, Marilyn Monroe, like Muhammad Ali. And they're like, no, here's the thing. If you called it like a rock and roll wedding, like they do with Halloween costumes, it's basically the same fucking thing. Right. Right. But a rock and roll guy. <laughs> yeah, just like the, the the rock and roll royalty because you can't say mm-hmm. king of rock and roll, can't say Elvis. Right. It's a for me. It's it, it's shitty. You're a shitty person if you did that because it's just fucking Elvis, and that's almost public property at this point. But from an artistic point of view if someone opened up the dad boner museum in los and in las vegas yeah and we're making like a million dollars a year and i'm making oh. jack dick oh it's i'd be fucking pissed elvis themed weddings i want you to hear me out a, a billion dollar business in vegas yeah i heard that that yeah. <laughs> and so the yeah. people who have so, set up these like mom and pop chapels where the whole point of it is elvis weddings are like what the We've had this for like we would just survive the pandemic, and then you guys come here and are like, no, no, it, it's tough to look because those people probably lost money that owned the rights to that, and they need to they have a business to run. It just. Do you know anybody who's it, into it's, Elvis? It's, by the way, like my parents are were too young. It's, it's an interesting thing to be torn between capitalism and the liberalism that i it's you what if they made a hunk thing yeah but i'm not but but 50 million hunk fans can't be wrong no one says that right right but they have a business to run 50 hundred they say 50 (laughs) hundred what if they what if 50 hunk fans can't be wrong what if in los angeles they uh, opened up a a dot spots cheeseburger deal and they were making up Making all kinds of fucking money. But on Holmes strip. doesn't we live make... in Graceland and like demand that his third wife no, wear white panties. Candy and nuts. I'm asking a serious. Holmes question. isn't shooting the TVs and being like, "Give me another cheeseburger," and flying to Denver <laughs> just to get a, just to get like a specific peanut butter and banana sandwich. One of the most disappointing television shows I've ever watched was that Elvis doc on HBO. It's. It has no live footage because I don't think they can afford any of it. Oh, it's so bad. And I had a, I was, what's the name of it? Do you remember? I don't know. I watched all of them. I don't fucking know. I only watched half of one episode because I was, this is it, man. Old Elvis footage. I think it's called, this is it. I think it's called, it doesn't exist. Yeah. (laughs) You, you notice there doesn't exist a, a Elvis doc. And I thought this was it, and it's trash. It's just all talking head bullshit. Of all the celebrities, Elvis impersonator is such a thing that, like, the honky-tonk man was a wrestler whose gimmick was, you know how everybody hates Elvis impersonators? <laughs> like, here's an Elvis impersonator. Have a honky-tonk man-themed wedding in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, it's shitty. Just let them do it. You have enough money, but <laughs> all right. The precedent. You understand the precedent, Brad? Do you know who Hawkeye Elvis is? Hawkeye Elvis. This sounds familiar. He's a guy who dresses like Elvis, and then but he's got like a. It's all Iowa themed. Yeah. See, there's I different just, subgenres of Elvis guy. I feel you can so be. sorry for the guy. <laughs> he probably has a lot of money. Again. Oh, he probably does. Yeah, he's, you know. Like, you can't feel sorry for Marlon's man, even though he's, like, clearly the saddest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has to wear that fucking jersey yeah. ever and sit there, and he'd be like, who expects no, that's me how to I be here? Hawkeye Elvis, just like, oh, God. And it's just the hair and just him getting ready. Uh, just picturing so him getting ready was just depressing. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> oh, getting ready herky yeah. but you can see the documentary but at the same time uh, that guy loves the hawkeyes probably loves oh, sure. elvis shows up people are like hey hawkeye elvis and that's all he's ever wanted mm-hmm. and who no, am i his, to tell him that he can't have it it's his it's his little show within the show yeah for sure. 
he gets a little corner of attention and then he goes to work and no one when he's not wearing that shit no one nobody bugs gary <laughs> who has some sort of lucrative iowa business where you can just go do this speaking i have of, no idea what you're talking about <laughs> but context clues you can figure out the guy dresses up as <laughs> okay uh dr oswan sorry michael holmes and then he's facing this this ogre man who um has a bum ticker uh why will people just vote for any goddamn celebrity, apparently? Uh, that unknown politicians just have a, such a bad reputation that it just makes more sense to, you know, W no. It's just W no. So they're like, I don't know. He's... Yeah, I don't know. I, he's got Oprah cred in their eyes. I don't know. He's not even from Pennsylvania, is he? The Pennsylvania thing, I guess, is a stretch. It's such an old adage, but devil you know is why these fuckers get elected. You know, you don't know this fucker except for the uh, the flyer that got hung on your door, yeah, over the weekend. But you know Donald Trump from that fucking TV show, or you know Doctor Oz from uh, the bullshit that you watch when you're unemployed. Like devil you know. Sure. Um, did anybody did it? Did you guys watch any of the Johnny Depp shit or care about it? No, I did not. I only watched uh, little bits, like when the clips were on Instagram. But I have really taken to the uh, mega point. Uh, <laughs> like the what? When I pour when I pour a glass of wine at home, it's a mega pint. If I, is that a thing? There, yeah, there's a it, it's it, it's a super pop. You can look it up. He, he it's it's the, one of the most circulated things. There's the do, there's the poop in the bed. Poop in the bed. I've heard some, of. Yeah, and then there's mega pint, and then there's where he calls her a fat ass. Those are the three. <laughs> uh, What's yeah. mega pint? Yeah, explain mega pint. So she, they're reading a transcript. And then Mr. Depp said he would go and uh, he had to go pour a mega pint of wine. And then it cuts to Depp and he reiterates it to his lawyer and says, mega pint. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, after that uh, argument, I, uh, I, I, I thought it valid. <laughs> And that's not exact, but uh, yeah, it's something to that effect. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I guess like I guess a lot of people are angry about it. I don't know enough about it, and since uh, you guys half know about it, we can we can move on to something. We else. had glasses at Sunset Beer called Super Pints. I to... <laughs> See, what does that it's entail? What is it's a twenty ounce? It's a twenty ounce glass. Oh. four more pints. Four yeah, more four pints. pints. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. He's drinking well, a twenty-ounce glass of wine. That's uh, too much wine. Yeah. Well, no, that's I just picture it as like you know when you have a big glass of wine, like at a restaurant, like a nice. You only get like two inches of the bottom of it, so it can breathe, and that's the that's a correct pour. I think he's pouring one of those, like a king's all cup, the to, the, to the tip top, which would be over a half bottle, like Pinot Noir, and you know he's Johnny Depp. You're a fucking bazillionaire. Do whatever you want, man. <laughs> Poor mega pint. He's drinking like twenty thousand dollars bottles of wine too. Yeah, crazy part. Yeah, and your girlfriend just shit in your bed, and <laughs> and and then you flick cigarette butts at her. You're both trash. So just drink whatever you want, and who gives a shit? <clears throat> okay, this one. There's a Cardinals rookie who apologized today for anti-gay tweets that he posted as a teenager we're still doing this we're still like it obviously homophobia is bad but we're still going through athletes 10 years ago tweets when he's like fucking like a teenage boy like how do you feel about this yeah stupid i mean he's a baseball player right he's not a poly you know he throows a ball right I mean, he should have been smart enough to go through himself and delete things. 
if you're going to be, you know, but not even him. It shouldn't even be on him. His agent should have fucking done right. That. Oh yeah, or the Cardinals should have somebody in their PR department who yeah. does that. And yeah, know. have a fucking intern. Yeah, welcome, right. to, welcome to the Cardinals. Someone, someone in their social media department has two hours a day to do that. And yeah, yeah, the, the roster is small. Go on there and Google "gay" or the "gay f word" or any of the other synonyms. From, from a moral standpoint. No, he, if, if he apologized and says, look, I've grown as a person. I don't feel this way anymore. When you're a teenager or you're in eighth grade, sixth grade, you say a lot of shit and you can yeah. lie about it all day. But you, I've, I've said a lot of things that as a kid, I didn't know it was uh, a horrible thing or offensive to people just because on the playground and this kid, he's a teenager. He might've known it was wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that as he grew up and went through um, majors and, and met different people and different people from different walks of life, he educated himself. Maybe it was isolated or it was cultural, but if he says he's sorry, that's all you can do. You can't write a whole, write a man off like that. Sorry, sorry, sorry man, you can't pitch for the Cardinals because uh, when you were, right. when you were a teenager, you... Um, right, it's crazy. Yeah. If you just said it now, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, don't say it now. Right. Get it out ten years ago, or more, or Thank don't God say Twitter it. Twitter wasn't around when we were. I mean, or God. YouTube or anything. Right. Yeah. All of us Gen I mean, X people are sitting back like fucking pigs and shit, like looking at all this stuff. We were the fucking worst, and we didn't have yeah. any social media. I didn't grow up as a progressive person. I grew up just as me with a lot of negative influences. And then you grow up and you go out and see the world and you're like, oh, yeah, everything's fucking cool and everyone's cool. And you, and, and this kid probably was just a dumbass. He's, how old was he? Like teenager? Yeah. He was a dumb. He was dumb as shit. Yeah. Right. He's just like type, type, type. This is a sick burn I heard in the locker room <laughs> and everyone will laugh at it. And then may or may not have meant it whatsoever. But if he says he's sorry with a heartfelt apology, yeah, I think, that's, I mean, move on. That's I don't even that's think it. that he should have to apologize. Like, what do you think he's going to say? Like, I, I think that they're like, Hey, you said uh, stuff about gay people 10 years ago. I think that he, like as a society at this point, we'd be like, okay, like yeah but it only takes two seconds yeah. so just do it yeah. and get over right. with it if, if you dug something up from things that i've said on stage or on social media uh 10 12 years ago i will gladly say i am deeply sorry for that i i feel bad about how, whoever sure it may it may have hurt and then send and i will mean it and it's done and then after that you can just fuck off because i'm not answering any more questions right <laughs> I mean, funny if he's like, I still feel the same way. <laughs> right. I was, that's a funny, you. that's a funny, like, that's a funny, like, tweet. Like, I was a teenager. I was dumb. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I feel the same exact way now. <laughs> that's, that's who should be crucified. Is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I'm actually, I actually think worse than I wrote. <laughs> I thought long and hard about it, and you uh, I'm working on. Uh, I wrote a whole book about it. Write it down. That's uh, that's 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 a that's 90, 90 seconds of material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the bet. That's good. <laughs> I like that. It made us both laugh really hard. <laughs> I mean, funny if he's like, I still feel the same way. <laughs> right. I was, that's a funny, funny like, that's a funny, like, tweet. Like, I was a teenager. I was dumb. Uh, unfortunately, I feel the same exact way now. <laughs> that's, that's who should be crucified. Is that guy. <laughs> I have I'm actually I actually think worse than I wrote. <laughs> I thought long and hard about it and you uh I'm working on. Uh, I wrote a whole book about it. Write it down. That's uh that's 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 a that's 90, 90 seconds of material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right off the bat. That's good. I like that. You guys both know Republicans. Are they not allowed to talk about or care about mass shootings? What is their MO on this shit? The conservatives uh, that you... I don't talk to them. 
I don't, you know, I don't know. Burns, do you, you, you must know like a, a decent number. Um, all right. Let's say my mother is a Republican and she is vehemently against, um, Gun? assault weapons, oh. mass clips, all that stuff. She is more, um, she's more conservative because she's a, 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 a Catholic. Right, so right, right. those are her standpoints, but a lot of things that everyone thinks that uh, conservatives all want everything. She does not, you know, she's more accepting and she, but I'm not, I'm not saying her viewpoints are, are perfect or in line with mine, but she's against fucking assault weapons. She's a grade school teacher forever, you know, right, and, right, right. and people think that, well, every conservative wants everyone to have assault weapons and rifles like they don't. And that's all part of the divisiveness is that everything has gotten lumped into if you like this, you have to like all of this and then you have to vote this way. If you like this, you have to vote this way and this and this and this and vote left, right, left, right. And that's how they control us. That's how the government controls everybody. It's real fucking simple. It's there's no uh, there's no other option. If you if you lean more than 60% one way or 60% the other way, that's your fucking choice that you got to shoot. It's, it's absurd. It's we're a mess. And I don't know. It's, it seems like regardless of party, people are kind of like fed up, but it's, it's, no, it's I, weird I, to be this divided when we have like, we're the most divided and we have like the least amount of say that we've ever had. I keep I, I keep bringing this up, but they don't actually give a shit what any of us think. Like, I would say that seventy percent of my friends are conservative and uh, are are liberal, and thirty percent are conservative. And everyone can agree, though, that the government is a piece of shit, and our current president is not doing a very good job. And oh, come on, Junior Soprano. But but when we start to argue about little things, it just derails into and you can see it really quickly. It derails into something that is just inconsequential and it doesn't fucking matter in the grand scheme of things. And I think that that's the way that everything is set up, like politicians, government. It sets us up to be distracted by a carrot. Well, look at this. Hey. We're all going to fucking die from uh, global warming or a nuclear war. But hey, look at this. Everyone should argue about abortion right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. Th- yeah. It's uh, never been more of us and less of them. And so they and I'm never been more divided. before you get up my butt. <laughs> I noticed that there's a lot of headlines going around that um, the UK passed gun restriction laws right after they had like one school shooting ever. And a lot of British people are like you Americans and your guns and a lot of Canadians too. But then they're doing the queen's Jubilee, her, <laughs> her, her platinum Jubilee. <laughs> What's dumber uh, that we have all these guns, which is fucking horrible or that they bring out this old bag who was like born into this, like, Inbred family of fucking cunts. What well, is the old, the old bag's not going to shoot me at the grocery store? So um, no, but I'll, I'd prefer the old bag over the um, the, the old mag. Mike Holmes on record saying uh, Second Amendment not as mag. cool as the British royal family. <laughs> it's stupid. So stupid. Caring about it is stupid. Caring about it is hell stupid. Do they care they about it, or do mostly we care about it? I don't even know at this point. There, there is nothing. She's a thousand years old. There is nothing lamer to me than being a fan of the royal family. The Jubilee. They're I was all also thinking about like, what has she done in seventy years? She did. She, she waved. No, she. They don't do anything. She's seventy years of waving. And they all like, look mute. They all go look. Mute she put a it. camera in. There's that. She makes. She's the producer one. of the Crown. There's that ginger kid who married that babe. Yeah. Who was way out of his league. Yeah, he's like a Spotify yeah. producer now. 
Yeah. Then you got the other one who needs some fucking Rogaine, and they're just all fucking dumb looking. Beautiful yeah. wives, these kids. These yeah. these. And I'm not these I'm not doctor sexy or anything. I look mule kick too, so I can say fuck. But they're just they're not like they should. You're not the best. <laughs> they God made them the best family. No, no, they look. They all look like, you know, lumpy corn turds. But <laughs> they look like if someone ate a bunch of silly putty and then got diarrhea. <laughs> Prince Charles. Uh, that guy is is probably he's going to die before he's king, isn't he? Yeah. They look like Big League Chew that got stepped on a barbershop floor. <laughs> we all had to pretend Diana was attractive for no what? reason. Hey, no, that's all right. She's <laughs> wanted, all right. Wanted to poke, wanted to poke and see. Wanted and that poke. 80s short haircut really makes it gets going. <laughs> really gets it going. Trump has a bunch of conspiracy theories about Georgia, about why his guy didn't win. And everybody's just like, okay. Um, is Trump finally boring? I think that to me is. He jumped the shark. Yeah. yeah. January 6th, jumped the shark. <laughs> when he was standing in the tent watching it, it was like, okay. I guess he rooted on uh, Pence getting, when people were trying to kill Mike Pence. He's like, yeah. 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 It's Mike and Mike. Please click follow. Give me all of the stars. There's still more show, but if you want video of this panel and every panel since March of 2020, that is on the show's Patreon. The website address for my Patreon. Get your fingies ready. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O. There's World Series reviews on there. There's 51 Chicago Comedy History Project bonus shows. I posted a sample chapter of my book. I posted the cover. There's more coming all of the time on patreon.com forward slash Brido. There's more coming. That sounds fun. If you want even more of me, I've been co-hosting Power Moves with Mike Burns, although I did miss this week because of jury duty. That's available wherever you're listening to this. Los Angeles stand-up shows every Wednesday. I'm at the Fable in Eagle Rock with Mike Holmes. He's making burgers with his wife, Stacy. They just got listed in Thrillist as having one of the 24 best burgers in Los Angeles. You probably heard me say that at the top. You also probably heard me say August 11th through the 13th. I will be in Chicago. You also probably heard me say that's only two months away and that yo ass should come and be there. Okay, we'll get back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show was brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape with black belt instructor and bona fide hunk JJ motherfucking bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go platter the fuck out of life until it taps. No coast Brazilian jujitsu. Tell him Brido sent you. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners tournament style these guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and tv alive during this podcast tony's a film nerd joel is a music geek and they aren't shy about their opinions listen to the buffer battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast hi this is dustin with none taken podcast and i have listened to hunk with mike bridenstine hey this is alan with none taken and i also have listened to hunk with mike bridenstine and you clearly listen to hunk with mike bridenstine so maybe you'll like our show too we post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives give us a listen you can find us wherever you found hunk with mike or go to our website nuntakenpod.com and now back to the world's greatest panel fuck yeah all right cool <laughs> these guys fuck <laughs> thank you dustin and alan those guys fuck thank you dustin and alan those guys fuck
Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Mike and Mike. Please click follow. Donald Trump is the funniest president of all time. He's right? easily the funniest president. Taft was yes. like, yeah. In the in the fire truck? <laughs> oh, my God. When he's like, when he makes the face, like he's like, I'm, like, a, I'm a big boy. George W. was the uh, previous. Oh funniest. my God! Okay, yeah, he's pretty great. When but he's Donald with that, Trump. when he's with that African country, and they're playing the drums, and he makes his face, and he goes, like, and he does like the, <laughs> he does this like little hula but, dance. <laughs> but Donald Trump is like, um, is like George Carlin following Kevin Nealon. It's like, yeah, Kevin Nealon was pretty funny. Oh my God, who is this yeah. guy? Yeah. Yes. See, the thing is, Trump is the funniest. Well, Bush was Bush was unintentionally funny. Trump is actually I don't. Then again, I don't fucking know. You ever seen Trump throw a baseball? I don't know anything funnier than that. It's super funny. Bush, you could make fun of on stage. And even people that liked Bush would be like, would think it was funny, too. Because you were making fun of him and they didn't take it personally. With Trump, they take it personally. Why? Because Trump himself takes it personally. I think they want to be in like some Trump gang. Like, I'm part of the Trump. I'm like, that guy doesn't give a shit about you. If you were on fire, Donald Trump wouldn't piss on your fucking face. You know, like, he, why do you look? Germaphobe. He, like- he did get hookers to do it, I, I heard. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, just, just saying, like, he had a big, thick dumper. That's like, people automatically laugh at that because they know, like, yeah, he's got, like, a real, he looks like he's wearing a dighty. He's got like so a he's got a big stuffed butt back there, you know. He so, so gross. <laughs> oh man. Oh, is that picture of him with poop butt on the golf course real? Because I haven't seen that me. one. <laughs> oh, oh. He's got white pants and just a, <laughs> just a huge. I mean, it looks like he had diarrhea. It's, it's. I mean, it happens to people. I mean, it happened sure. that famous Joe Paterno clip where he sprints a hundred yards to go make dighty. <laughs> um okay make dieties <laughs> <laughs> make dieties is a great fucking saying <laughs> i make dieties i didn't make hey guys sorry uh, i had to um, make dieties yeah hold on i'll be right back i go to the clubhouse and make dieties <laughs> okay this is a the top eight songs the top Billboard songs of by the, at the end of the year 2007 are now in a head-to-head tournament. The winners decided by the two of you with, I guess, me as the tiebreaker if need be. It's one versus eight, four versus five, three versus six, and two versus seven. You can use any criteria to pick a winner. If uh, what the what what's I I can't retain all that information. It's just a tournament. I'm going to say which song do you like better, this song or this song. Yeah, that's good. But then you started naming off numbers. I was like, so there's a, it's, it's, it's a bracket. There's eight teams, so you got the first seed versus the eight seed. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's okay, the way okay. that a tournament works. Classic. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll, yeah, get, it. It. You'll get it. You'll get it. I got it. I got half it. of this is so the listeners understand. I got it. Okay. So the number one song of 2007. Now, I picked 2007 because I was the, I think it was the, the first year the three of us lived together. The number one song of 2007 is Irreplaceable by Beyonce. Are you familiar with you must not yes. know about me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Versus I Wanna Love You by Akon featuring Snoop Dogg. And that one goes like I see you whining, grinding up on the pole. It's like I wanna fuck you. That song. Irreplaceable for me. Mike Holmes, what say you? Yeah, I go with irreplaceable. I was ready to replace it. But that that Akon song sucks. Fair enough. Yeah, I I, I would never listen to Akon that Akon sucks. song. Yeah, I would never listen to that song again. But I, I don't think I, I, I mean I wouldn't seek out Irreplaceable though. No way. Yeah, but now that I think of it, I'm, it's getting added out of my uh, playlist. <laughs> okay, the number four versus five. The number four song of 2007 is "Big Girls Don't Cry" by Fergie. I hope you know. I hope you know yeah. that this is nothing to do with you. Okay. Versus Buy You a Drink by T-Pain. Fergie. Fergie. Easy. Dang. Easy. 
Okay, Fergie moves on. That's one that's like, like a child misses it, blanket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going <laughs> to miss you like a child misses that blanket. But like that I've got to get a move on with my life. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> the number three song of 2007, The Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani featuring Akon. Uh, that goes, woo-hoo, wee-hoo. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Can you picture mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. It's more shit ass Akon versus the number six seed before he cheats by Carrie Underwood. That's a Come heart, on. Heart fest. <laughs> I'm a Carrie Underwood man. What's what's the how's the Carrie Underwood one go? Uh so she's like I, I took a I took a Louisville slugger to his like no, car both headlights. Yeah. And fucking, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go with that one. Maybe next time he'll think before he cheats. I fucking mm-hmm. love Carrie Underwood. I'll go with oh that my one. God. Oh, I'm not into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Song sucks. Upset. Okay. Buster, Underwood on the number on. <laughs> The number two song of 2007 is Umbrella by Rihanna featuring Jay-Z. Okay. Versus Hey There Delilah by the Plain White Tees. (laughs) (laughs) You think both of us are going to pick? Yeah. You tell me. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New York City? That's a terrible song. I don't want to hear it. Burns, why are you hating on Delilah? Oh, it's what you do to me, oh Burns. It's what you so fucking fire. It's so incredible. Mm-hmm. That song is trash. <laughs> Umbrella. It's okay. hands down. I'll vote for Holmes. We both agree. Okay, round two. Irreplaceable <laughs> by Beyonce versus Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. Big Girls Don't Cry. Mm. Going with the upset. I love them both. I have to go irreplaceable. Wow, I got to be the tiebreaker. Uh, it's you must not know about me. You can have another me in a minute. Listen, uh, I don't like that song. I'm going Big Girls Don't I'll Cry. Tell why, I'll tell you why I like it. Okay, it's sell the, me. Uh, sell me. The um, acoustic guitar in it changes the whole vibe of the song. And to have an R&B pop song that has acoustic guitar in it really just hits the spot Okay, for me. And But I will say, uh, to Holmes' side, is that that song is incredible. And it was a tough decision for me to make. Uh, it, uh, Big Girls it Don't Cry is in the finals for 2007. Yeah, I, I, I fucking love it. Okay. So there's no wrong answer. Before here. He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Versus Umbrella by Rihanna featuring Jay-Z. Umbrella. Umbrella. Okay. Before we just hand this to Umbrella, does anybody want to make an argument for Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie? (laughs) It is... It is funny when people figure out the song that they want to win. And it's like... And it's... Yeah... Every every single year this happens when people are like, well, that's it. That's the song. The winner. I can't believe it didn't win. I can't believe it wasn't number one. It was number two. Mm. I mean, most of America likes garbage shit. The winner for 2007 is Umbrella by Rihanna featuring Jay-Z. Do you want to know who won uh, any other year? Agree. Agree. Hot in Here by Nelly won for 2002. Crazy in Love won for 2003. Hey Ya won for 2004. Gold Digger won for 2005. Kiss if for Umbrella. If Umbrella comes on in the car, yeah. it's getting turned up. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the Travis Barker version I like even more. That's that's the best one, but it, it's tough to find. No clouds in my stone. Okay. Holmes, do you, Holmes, do you know the uh, Travis Barker Umbrella remix? I don't know if I do. He plays drums. Ooh. So Ooh, daddy. find that one. It's, it's all, all right. just live drums. It is. Once you hear that, it's it's the other one's not the same. It bangs. 
it it feels okay. good in the car. As the kids right. say, it slaps. It mm-hmm. does slap. It's a bop. It's the bo- it's a bop. As the kids I don't say. like slaps. I don't like bops. I'm not. I'll adopt a lot of fucking sayings that kids say now, but neither of those slaps feels stupid. Mm-hmm. Just dumb. They're just dumb. Yeah. Makes me it's a bop. What the fuck does that mean? That's like no, that's, that seems like we're going backwards. That's something like corny. They say jam yeah, though, don't they? Kids say it's a jam. That's my fucking jam. That's cool. Bop is corny ass shit. Slaps is shit. Meh. I had a show one time where Nina Tarr said it, and then no Jensen said it, and then Nina said it or something, and I was like, well, both of them are cooler than me, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm old. I'm fifty seven. <laughs> So. 57. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm a 57-year-old drunk man who played golf today. In the range. How'd you shoot? <laughs> Sounds nice. How'd you shoot? 115, baby. <laughs> who has plugs? Who wants to plug a thing? Um, Mike Holmes, where do you want people to find you? Every Wednesday at Microdose. Yeah. At the Fable, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yes. Follow me. Follow us on Instagram. Dot bot burger. Yes. Follow me on Twitter. Holmes jokes. Yes. Posting reels soon. He'll be posting. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to do that. What's the name of that thing again? InShot. But there's probably a better thing. You can actually probably do it in the actual Instagram app, and I'm probably just too stupid to to know about it. Okay. But yeah, uh, you want to have. I have all the footage of my Sunset Beard set. I should use that. Yeah. I have, yeah. <coughs> cool. Uh, Mike Burns. You can listen to Power Moves with Mike Burns anywhere. You can listen to a podcast. And uh, you follow me on Twitter at PizzaNacho69, at DadBarner, on Instagram at PizzaNacho69. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I love that song. Hey, I've got this new idea for a song. Listen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really good. I like that. Okay, so. That slap. Then, so you come in, it's a bop, and then you go. <laughs> the bad news is Akon's in it. He was like in every song. Akon was in every song in 2007. I probably turned it off before the Akon part. <laughs> when a song starts out with. <laughs> songs used to start uh, out with like Akon and Young Jeezy trying to take it easy. No, absolutely not. No thanks. Man, a- no thanks from me. I'm going to get an Akon t shirt. Everybody likes Akon. Yeah. All right, I'm going to. Is that guy alive? Akon? No, he's R.I.P. He died today. Akon died today. Akon. <laughs> he died of Akons. <laughs> Full blown Akons. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about Akon? He died of uh, Akons. It's like like a real Lou Gehrig situation. You know he's just a big fatso or something. <laughs> he's Buster Douglas now. <laughs> yeah. Akon's got to be Buster Douglas. I want, he's up on stage fat as fuck being like, I want to fuck you up in the club. Yeah. He's, he did something bad. He had to have. Akon? No. I mean, you just assume, you just assume. He's performing at the next fire festival for sure. What was he good at? He wasn't a producer. He was just kind of like a, he's a dude that they, with a bunk voice. Yeah. They pushed him hard. Yeah. He was yeah. he was the new Someone got paid. Someone got paid. Somebody signed him and then uh-huh. was like, Akon should be on that. Dude, you gotta get AIDS Con. You gotta get him. His, <laughs> his name is AIDS Clown. <laughs> AIDS Clown and Young Jeezy. <laughs> you hear that song with Gwen? AIDS Clown and Mark Geary. <laughs> AIDS Clown and Mark Geary. Trying to take it easy. Yeah, it's Mike and Mike. Please click follow. I'll tag them both on Twitter and Instagram if you don't already follow them, but go give them a follow. I promise you they want you to follow them on social media. 
I, I'm going to keep saying this every week also. They say that word of mouth is the best form of advertising. I have no idea if that's true or not. If you like this show at all, please tell people. And thank you for listening. Come see me in two months in Chicago if I'm not still on jury duty. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Love you.